We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale. If you're listening to this, we are on vacation right now, but we left you with these very special episodes while we are gone. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the first one, which was MMA and boxing. But if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen. I will explain the concept again for, to, I guess, to open up each show so everyone knows what we are doing Dre, recently I got into a new podcast, and it is Brett Goldstein. If you guys are fans of Ted Lasso, which I've recently binged after Dre's been telling me to do it for like two years, uh, I've now seen the entire thing. He is Roy on that show. It's probably the best character. And he has a podcast, and he's so different than his character on that show. And the show is called Films to be Buried With. Uh, shout out to my girlfriend, Kelly, who like put me onto this. It is great. Uh, me and the wife have like dove headfirst into these episodes. And when I was like, cool, we're going on vacation. It's like, what do I do for the podcast? So I thought of this and I was like, hmm, we could do this with combat sports. And then our next show, we'll be doing this with hip hop. If you guys are not familiar with the concept, Brett goes through a series of questions. They're the same for every single show, and you guys will catch on quickly. And then the last one is what thing would you put in your casket to be buried with, with the concept being when you get to heaven, you want to be the only one holding this. People before you would probably have bought the more popular things already. You don't want to double up if you can help it. So it's trying to get you to pull an obscure memory and bring it with you. So We'll explain it again as we go through. This is going to be really fun. Today, Dre, is all about pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. And this is fun because we often talk about the wrestlers themselves when we go back in time. Just like Brett does on his movie-based podcast, this is not about the actors. This is about the art itself. So this will be about matches as we go through these. So let's jump this off with the first question. What was the first ever match you saw or remember seeing? Oh, my God. Holy shit. I know mine. You Ooh. want me? I'll start. Yeah, you start. And I had the trading card of this. 
It was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy in the blue steel cage. Wow, WrestleMania 2? Two? 2? WrestleMania 2. That was the first match I remember seeing. Ever. How? What do you mean how? What did you watch it on tape? Tape. My uncle worked at a, at a video store in the village Okay. back then, so I used to go down there all the time. Not even in the village. It was by Columbia, and he would take me... And that was his like job in college. So I would go down there. He dropped me down the stairs once when I was like a year and a half. Oh, right. I tried to kill him. That's a different so story. So he dropped me, dropped me down the stairs of this video store. If you guys know, like in New York, like you got to go downstairs to like get shit. He dropped yeah. me down no stairs. It was all bad. Uh, but I used to go and again, Kung Fu flicks, all that other stuff. That's how my uncle would bring these to the crib. That's how I watched all these obscure things growing up. Cause like for four or five years, uh, yeah. He just worked at this one video store. It was kind of like clerks when he just works next door. There's a video store, random stuff, and you can kind of order whatever you want. And when I got into pro wrestling, when I was like four or five, I remember him bringing home tapes so my grandma could show me the tapes. And that was the first match I remember. Hogan King Kong Bundy. I was scared as hell of King Kong Bundy. Yeah, he was a. Very strange looking, smooth head motherfucker. Um, <laughs> now I'm bald. They disappeared. Yeah, I know. Damn, see, it's hard for me to remember because, like, I used to go to wrestling in New York and I remember seeing, it's crazy, Ken Patera and Ivan Pusky and Bob Backlund. Like, that's what my grandmother used to take me to. But OG I don't, Bob Backlund. Yeah, like, I don't remember them. I know I was there because my grandmother told me I was there and there was pictures. So I had, I was dumb young, so I don't remember them. The first match I remember was. The Body Slam Challenge at WrestleMania 1, Big John Studd and Andre the Giant. I don't know why I remember this. I don't know why. But I remember the money. Andre the Giant throwing the money. And I remember it as a kid, and I was like, what the fuck is this? But it's like, it's so clouded, because like, I don't remember if I watched it on closed circuit, because it was like, I can't remember what the closed circuit thing was in New York. But it, my grandmother would take me to, to those. But I remember I saw WrestleMania 1, and obviously I saw Mr. T, and I saw that, but I remember Piper. that match. And I was just like, this guy's, these two giants are throwing money. It didn't make any sense to me. But I saw wrestling before that. I just don't remember any specific match. Wow. I mean, at least your first one's Andre the Giant. Yeah. He was with Heenan then if he's throwing money. Uh, no. No, no, no. Heenan wasn't his manager? No, Heenan was, Heenan was with Stud at the time, if I oh, remember okay. correctly. Uh, yeah. So Andre the Giant was the babyface. And it's the Body Slam Challenge. The big ass baby face. Yeah, it was, it was weird. I haven't watched WrestleMania one. It's bad. In like, it's not as bad as two. A decade. Two is bad. Two. I had the whole training card deck, so I like loved WrestleMania. Oh god. Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior oh. was like, it's bad. Two was dope. Like it, two's nostalgic. Three was good. Like four is my. First, like I remember every match of WrestleMania was four because I was big. I was a savage kid. Yeah. So the tournament, and I was sick of Hogan already as a kid. I was like, I'm sick of this fucker, and I just remember the tournaments, and I was like, this is great. And then Hogan and Andre got the DQ and all that shit, and I was like, oh, that's like my first like memory of a a, a pay per view card from top to bottom, WrestleMania four. Like I'm in it. Yeah, and I and I remember it, and I have real. And I'm sure this might end up being one of the questions. That pay-per-view sucked. WrestleMania 4 was <laughs> trash. But I just There's remember. A question like that. Yeah, but oh, God, it sucked. All right, next question. What was the match that made you emotional? 
That made me emotional. Yeah. What is a match? First one to come to mind that made you emotional. I, I know mean, mine. I mean, Kofi winning. Uh, I mean, Kofi oh, winning the shit. title, man. Like that's yeah. That's like people cry. The one because everybody cried like for that one. I can't think of anything before that. Our shit. We get you got it on video. I got it on video, but dude, it, it, like that that legit emotional was that match was and I, there's other matches when I was a kid, but they don't measure up to what I felt that. Yeah, I didn't cry for Kofi. I was happy as shit. Yeah, me either, but it was, God, it was, that was People were crying. That uh, was a feeling. MVP has the famous cry. Yep. Then mine is Shawn Michaels beating Bret Hart. Boyhood dream has come true. You're emotional about that? That was emotional for the wrong reason. I, I was like 11, 12. <laughs> yes. Yo, you would think my team, I've cried more for sporting events than anything else in my life. Really? Most of the times I cry around like sports. It's really? just nothing gets me really except for sports. Hmm. I didn't cry when my kids were born. Like, no, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm happy there. No, sports get me all the time. So I cried both Giants championships. I <laughs> cried when the Yankees won in 09. I cried when the bastard Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Yankees oh, and Mariano Luis came Gonzalez. in God, I cried. That sucked. I cried like <laughs> out of like just fucking anger and heartbreak. And I, I mean, I cry at the end of sports movies. So when Bowie Miles can't read and they, they guess me every time. <laughs> any given Sunday, uh, I've cried in that. Uh, any given Sunday, I didn't cry, but I cried in, remember the Titans? Oh my! Bertier gets hit with a car like that. That's hard fucking breaking. Sports emotional. Yeah, I am. I'm sports emotional. So I cried tears of joy when Shawn Michaels won because it's it's one of a few times when it's like a true babyface Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and even then, if you like <laughs> listen to the stories that how the match ends and like Shawn's like get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> I have not heard these stories. You ever heard this? No. <laughs> Yo, so Earl Hebner. I Hebner was a referee, right? I believe so. And uh, Brett's told this story as well, and Sean was like, yeah, that's happened. So he pins him, right? And as soon as he pins him, you know, it's usually that moment where the, the person's pins like, laying there yeah. and, like, taps him or whatever. And, like, Earl's like, oh, you know, we got to go camera side, hit the hard cam. And Sean's like, get him the fuck out of my ring. It was like, Brett's like, that's the first thing I heard. And he was like, get the fuck out of the ring. Sean crying on the belt is all fake. No, he was fucking talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cocaine. He was nuts, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. That shit got me. It's, 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 yeah, his trainer was there. That that's probably the most emotional oh, match. Oh, I'm sorry. There is a moment that precedes uh Kofi. Uh uh Ultimate Warrior Macho Man when Elizabeth comes back. Oh shit. Yeah. That, that got is me. Good. That that got me because you know, Savage is this wild maniac and Sherry's just beating him with everything she's got, the shoe, and Elizabeth jumps the rail and yes. comes in, <laughs> and she attacks him, and then Savage looks at her and the, the hug. Yeah, that Macho that's... lost that match. No one gives a fuck. Nobody cares. No one cares. Ultimate Warrior him with, like, with uh, like 12, like, running shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I, and it was funny because, like, again, that match, I was over Warrior. I was a Savage guy, and yeah. I was like, I still hated Savage was a heel. Like, this motherfucker's just going to get up from the elbow? First Hogan and now you? Y'all are both douchebags. <laughs> How you do my boy like yeah. that? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Next question. This, I guess we have two questions like this. What match is terrible? But you loved it. Terrible. Terrible. You go first. But you loved it. And terrible is objective. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch this match now, but I love this match. It is gold dust Roddy Pipe. <laughs> Where they don't even try to make the production oh my God. seem clean. And what was that? The Hollywood brawl yes, or something? Yes, it's so bad. It's so bad. But it's so good. That one, and I swear, I didn't even think about these before he came in here, but immediately reading now, I was like, I know exactly what it is. Piper, <laughs> there's, there's an honorable mention game. I have. I remember like Dustin Rhodes and like a pig pen and the shit's driving, <laughs> like on the freeway. And they're fighting in the back of like a pickup truck. That, like yeah. that shit was, it's like a haystack match. It wasn't a big, it was like a haystack match or something. It's with Dustin Rose. It was fucking ridiculous. But that was not nearly as good <laughs> as the Hollywood street brawl. Oh man. If you guys haven't watched that match, you, you have to just YouTube that shit. It's, it's beyond belief. And I loved Roddy Piper. And it's so ridiculous. That match made gold dust for 20 years. Right now, he has a job at AEW because of that match, <laughs> that singular match, to the point where he's not even the character anymore, and he has to wear the stupid fucking shiny thing and paint half his face because he can never go back to just being a cowboy. That one match did it. I'm really struggling to pick a match. That was a really good <laughs> match like because it was so bad. And like I, you know, I watch WrestleManias every year, and I'm like, what is this? Um, <laughs> it's almost like any match from like Survivor Series 1. Like mm. the first survivor, because they're all really bad. But I can't think of one. It might have been the main event, the Hulkamaniacs versus was it Money Inc. Yeah, there's because I just the idea of of a 
Survivor Series used to always get me. The elimination format, I was like, oh, man, last minute. I used to love it. And then I was like, these matches suck. No, it's not good wrestling. The but, promos were always better yeah, than the matches. I, you know what I always remember in these promos? Earthquake. Because <laughs> Earthquake used to just go back and forth to do this shit. He'd just be sitting there like the Jolly Green Giant just going back and forth. <laughs> Him and uh, Typhoon, who used to be Tugboat Thomas. Yeah. Tugboat Thomas is like the worst wrestling name ever. That's horrible. Then but I had like, their, I'm Typhoon. I had their little action figures yeah. when they were Earthquake and Typhoon. Man, I, I, I might come up with another match, but damn, that's terrible. That, I, I that thought you were going to go with, uh, oh, shit, what's the one they, they brought back with the cage? We just, NXT does it with the two rings. I don't know why I'm spacing. War games? War games. There's like not, a WCW war games. That is atrocious. Oh, but oh, you watch oh, that shit all oh, the time. <laughs> oh, there's a uh, the scaffold match between uh, 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 was it Midnight Express and Legion of Doom when Jim Cornette blows his fucking knees out. <laughs> it's so bad because the scaffold is too skinny. Damn, now I remember it. I can never stop watching this match because it's so bad. The scaffold is too skinny, so everybody's scared to wrestle on it. You can watch Animal and Hawking like they're tiptoeing, <laughs> and nobody can get their shit in. And then Jim Cornette blows his fucking knees to oblivion. I it's so bad, but I love it. I gotta catch that. It's shit. awful. I can't remember what damn pay per view. Oh that was. man, someone would say it was like the Arquette match. People love that fucking match with the three tiered ring and WCW. That, I was thinking like, about that one too because it was so stupid. It's not for me, but I think Corey. Shout out to Corey Herman, <laughs> reverse the right back. He so watches that shit so all much the time. Bad wrestling. Yeah, there's a ton. Ah, yeah, there's, I'm sure there'll be others. I can't wait to hear what people say because they're just gonna give us so many matches. Yeah. What is the match you once loved watching, but recently you realize that it's terrible? The Iron Man match. The Boyhood Dream match. <laughs> I've tried watching it again. It's, and once it's you know the finish, it, it gets even longer. And every year I watch, I have my WrestleMania marathon. I always, like, for those who watch WrestleMania's in order, Peacock makes it really difficult now. You have to actually manually do it. Well, WWE Network, you can just let them play. And I'd always wake up because I would never hit pause. I just let him play. I would always wake up right when that match starts and I'd start watching it. And then I'd look up and it'd be like, it's been 20 minutes. And I'm like, and nothing has happened. And I know how this is going to end. Fuck this match. I, that match is, and it's not even horrible. It's boring. Till the 100%. end. All you need is the last five minutes in overtime. I'm going to cheat this. And it's matches. Every match during this run. I, I wasn't a WCW kid. But I turned the channel for Bill Goldberg growing up. Every fucking Bill Goldberg match is horrible. <laughs> and I used to love, to the point, people oh. were like, yo, Goldberg or Stone Cold. And I'd be like, oh, man. That's uh, everybody tough. did that. That's we all tough. did that. Like, okay, Goldberg and all this. And I love, and, you know, you stopped being a wrestling, like, I stopped being a wrestling, like, hardcore fan in, like, 2002. And then came back with, like, 09, 2010. At least the WWE, and then you guys got me into all the obscure shit in like 2011. So, yeah, like it was a seven year hiatus, so I never really thought about it. So, my opinion stayed pretty much the same. I didn't see like Goldberg's second run, like run in WWE where he's fucking shit up. Like, I was like, okay, like Goldberg is still like one of those guys trying to go back and watch any Bill Goldberg match. No, they're just they're horrendous. Bad. And I used to love, I'd pop, he'd do. It's like he did like the Roman Reigns kind of thing before Roman Reigns, and some of the jackhammers were sloppy. There's see now you're making me think of like two other. There's two other matches. There's Goldberg Hogan in the Georgia Dome where Goldberg wins the title. Yeah, it's that not, was a, not good a good match. match. 
But um, the pop is legendary. Yeah. It, I mean, it was all adrenaline, right? Because, like, somebody's going to get this fucking title off of Hogan. And it was Goldberg. It was like, yay. The other match that I used to love, then I watched it recently. I was like, this match was not good. It's Starcade 88 True Grit. Lex Luger versus Ric Flair. I want Luger to win so bad. And kicking him out of the horse? The, um, yeah. And well, they feud and they kick him out. And the match is like Luger's like the guy, right? Like Luger is like their Hogan. And they've talked about it like a million times. But this was like the Star K that people thought Luger was going to go over. And as a kid, I was always like a little body guy as a kid. I was like, look at that guy. Like, <laughs> How the fuck does he lose to that guy? So I looked at the total package like he's got to be Ric Flair. And the match had me on like pins and needles as a kid. I was like, ah, ah, and had him in the torture rack. And his leg gets out from under him because Ric Flair is working the leg. And Flair puts his legs on the ropes and gets the pin and wins. And I was like, that was a great match as a kid. And I went back and watched it. I was like, Luger sucks. <laughs> right? Like, as I got older, I realized you can't Lex blame Luger. Flair. <laughs> no, Alex Luger is awful. He's just, he was just not a good wrestler. Him and right. Goldberg were the same kind of wrestler, just different wavelengths. Like, Goldberg was all like, hurry up. Like, 50 yard dash That's was it. Goldberg. Anything past that, I was like, this is too long. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no stamina in those matches. Uh, what is the match that means the most to you? Um, not because of the match itself, but because of the memories you have of it. Would that be Kofi? Probably. That match is phenomenal. I mean, just the, the yeah, because everything surrounding that match, everything going into that weekend from Wally Mania, it sucks it's so recent and people want something more historic, but I'm sorry. I've just never felt anything like that. Yeah, being in the building for that, I mean, I don't want to double up on it, but that's that's true. Like the feeling you got just being in the building. We have floor seats. Yeah, like we're on the like uh, Kaz Emilio like in front of us. Uh, yep, Kaz Emilio and Wale. Like Wale, I can like, see them. Like we can, the like the moment when Kofi stomping Daniel Bryan, and you can kind of see this this thing happening. It's a cheat for wrestling fans who don't like the current pullback. You can see when things are starting to go home. Yep. You see, like, Wood scramble to the side. You see, like, the cameras are getting in position. And I'm like, they're going home. And Kaz stands up because he sees it too. And Kofi starts clapping. And I was like, oh, this is happening. Yep. Because up until that point, it's hard for everybody to believe now because it feels so commonplace. We have more black champions. That particular match? Thought Vince was going to fuck us over. We just, we just. Don't they, trust me. Even getting to that day, we were like, I ain't going to put the title on Kofi. <laughs> Wally and, Mania the night before, I was like, please. Like, everyone's hoping. They carried Kofi around on their shoulders. Like, we have to do it. Also, just, just as a brief aside for those who listen, I just text Kofi and Woods because I just was watching Raw. Woods' hair is hilarious. They had the chairs for the album. <laughs> I texted him. I was like, what is wrong with you two? They just can't help themselves. <laughs> they pop themselves all the time. But Kofi will always be immortalized for that particular moment. That match, there are plenty of matches that I've loved. There's plenty of matches that I've been emotional about. There's plenty of matches that mean things to me. But there's nothing like Kofi and Daniel Bryan and being in that building and watching. And then the shirts and his kids get in the ring. And the raw emotion. He hit the fastest 40-yard sprint. Boy, he ain't never ran that fast in his life. <laughs> it came down. Down that long ass ramp. Then they get the new belt out. Oh, they got the shirts, and I'm over here. I was like, I go get me gotta, a shirt. Go buy a shirt. It's like WrestleMania should have ended right there. Yeah, because the rest of it sucked after. That. 
Sorry, I don't even chair. remember it. I don't know. I brought the chair home. Yeah, I still got my chair. Still got the chair. Still got it. it it's, it's one of those yes, things one. where that was match of the night. I don't That's even think it's, I thought that was a decent menu, but it definitely, like, that was the one. Yeah. Um, I just got to double up because, I mean. It was nothing like it. We were there nothing. together. Yes. AJ Austin was with us, too. AJ, just yeah. in a row. Losing it. No. It's not like often you just get a chance to get floor, floor seats at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then with your whole crew and every like, it's just great. Like, th- that moment's hard to replicate. And then um, t- next question, which match do you rewatch the most? Oh, Rock Austin. Rock Austin 17. Ooh. I watch it all the time because the, the, the package, the build to it, the match itself, it's not even like the greatest WrestleMania match. But I've watched it like a million times. It's yeah. the greatest WrestleMania ever. It's, it also has TLC, which is another match I watched a million times because I watched that WrestleMania a lot. It's that match. It, it, technically, it's not great, but dude, if you want, it, it is the series finale, not season, series finale of like the Attitude Era. Like that was it. That was yeah. like the last match. Austin turned heel and was like, fuck that. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted anything that happened after that. That match how hot the crowd was from the moment that Austin came out, they're booing rock when the man walks out and you're like, what the fuck is he doing here? And the chair shots and the near falls and the camera work and the shit talking. I watched that match a billion times. I can't help myself. I love that. Match. Damn. I don't rewatch matches too much. Uh, that's a good one. And the, my way promo is uh, the best promo best ever. Promo ever. Mine would be taker mankind. Hell in a cell. Is the match I rewatch most often? Ain't a match. That's a murder. <laughs> like throwing him off of the cell. Taker one Foley going up there. It's like what the fuck. And then Taker just climbing up there after him. And they're just like, all right, we're gonna start it. Yeah. And then him getting thrown off, and then the match continuing after he's thrown off, and he's just hobbling back. And then Foley climbs the. Once Foley goes back up there, I'm like, oh shit, all hell done broke loose. And Foley's tooth being in his nose. I watch that match more often because I show people like, yo, are you into wrestling? Have you watched wrestling? They're like, no. Like, okay, sit down. And that's the first match I put on for them. And they can't, if anyone says wrestling is fake, okay, sit down. Let's watch this. That is the match I put on for them. So I watch it a ton. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Which match is objectively 
the greatest ever. Red Stone Cold, the double turn. It's that's this is so tough because Kenny so, Omega's recent run. I know, I know. Kenny Omega's runners are perfect. Like these are great matches, but I've just it, it's the most well executed wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. It was completely flawless, and the double turn just nailed in Austin. Like you couldn't even orchestrate the blood to drip the way that it did to make that icon. Like <laughs> yeah, everything, you can't fake that, yeah. Everything about that match was perfect, and then the turn and Brett and the and the crowd because that's the first time we ever seen a double turn like that, and the crowd just being oh shit, Brett is turning. Brett was like the perennial good guy. Yep. Nope. And Austin like it changed the wrestling forever. Yeah. yeah. That's that's object. There's that's my favorite. That's, it's not even my favorite match. It's like it's, it's just, the best. Yeah. I can't knock that at all. I mean, Sean Taker two is really really good. It is. The stakes didn't change the game like that. For the sake of not doubling up on this again, give me Omega Okada. Is <laughs> the first three matches built over two years were all played out, and it's the simplest of stories. It doesn't matter what language you list, you speak, or if you watch it on the Japanese broadcast, English broadcast, whatever. The story's so easy to follow. One man is trying to overcome the champion. And he has one very specific tool at his disposal. It's, it's the greatest anime of all time. Yeah. He has a move that is unstoppable in the one-winged angel. And if he hits it, it's over for the champion he can't beat. And they spend four matches. Time limit draws. He, he hits it once in, like, match two, and the time runs out. Before you could count to three, it's just heartbreaking. And every other time, it's a tease and a counter. And, and in the fourth one, after damn near an hour, finally hits and gets it. It's like, well, there it is. It's one of the most satisfying endings. Some, but yeah, it's, it's like a giant anime. And yeah. that'll be my perfect match. But you can't have that one perfect match without the first three. So it's a little. Yeah, no. So that's. You're probably right on that one. Um, to wrap up, actually, we got one more before the final question. What is the most disappointing match you've ever seen? So this is easy because the build is probably great and the match was shit. What, Goldberg-Lesnar? WrestleMania 20. In my head. Oh, they booed them out the build. It, it was so bad. It, it was like. They didn't even try. No, it was like it was inexplicably bad and then Austin trying to save it and then you know both of them like we're going home and everybody knew it that's the one even though we knew Goldberg sucked at that point we like kind of figured it out I was like at least you can give us like because they had much better matches later when they were old and you know Goldberg like that match woof mine doesn't have those same ramifications and it's fairly new but to me it ended this person's career and I I've liked stuff after it but it's never been the same and it's Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, WrestleMania, Oof. maggots on the Oof. on the thing. Because I'll even forgive the burning the sister Abigail's thing. Like, because that wasn't a bad match being in the cabin and shit like that on pay per view before. Like, you could have went somewhere with it. Um, R.I.P. Brody, but Brody, they had a triple threat thing going, and the natural thing was to split and put the title on Brody. Yep. And they kept him out of the match, and then the match was just horrendously shit. 
But if you go to that build, it shouldn't have made sense. But Randy joining the Wyatt family, the chemistry they had, the way it organically built Luke Harper at the time up to elevate him to be a viable champion, which everyone wanted. Yeah. We see how beloved he is in the in the locker room and everything. I was like, yo, this is it. When he was IC title, the people were like, yo, he got it. He's not just a tag team guy. Everything was right there. Bray played a perfect part. Randy is the perfect like piece to just give someone that credibility. And it was right there for Luke Harper to win. Fumbled that shit. And then to come out with that match was Bad. fucking horrific. Bad. So that's the most disappointing. Um, what match? Oh, final question. So, Dre, I will kill you off honorably. So, you're 85. At this point, they've developed some really, really good hair technology. You're, you've grown your curls back. All right. Yes, full head of hair looking like a Maxwell. I don't think anybody would get it. Like, people that know me today like, see me with curls like, what the hell is going on? Your whole curls come back. That's crazy. Yeah. So, damn near 50 years from now, all your curls come back. You were sitting there. You're so happy about it. You're so shocked to have hair again that this is it. That, that, is, that is how, that is what takes you out. The shock right. of having the luscious curls back. Everyone goes to your funeral. Someone takes, or they walk up to your casket. They're holding one match for you to take with you to heaven on whatever the fuck we watch stuff. One match for you to take up there. You know the answer. Don't want to take a match someone has already because you can watch it. I don't know if they have Joe Daniels and Styles. I do not know if they have that. So I'm, that's the yeah the triple threat. Yes, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, and AJ Styles. That is that is my match. That is, it's like to me that is also objectively a classic match. Like it's flawless, but you know Stone Cold and Brett. But that was the match that I was like, holy fuck! Do they do they know how to stop? Like. Everything about that match to me is perfect. Bury me with it. Bury me a G with the triple threat <laughs> match in TNA with the six-sided ring. Man, if I, if, if I got to go and they got to do the same for me, it, it's tough. That is a really good match. You put me on that match. I will select another match that you put me on to. Shout out to you. Very early on when we met and you were like, you don't watch independent wrestling? I was like, no. And you're like, you got to watch all this shit. And you gave me like a laundry list of shit to watch. But the one match that I'm not sure is up there or not, but Kevin Steen, El Generico, oh God. ladder match oh. is the match I'm taking with. Oh, Steen I watched that match. Oh, oh I watched God. that match a lot. The package pal driver, <laughs> when the ladder's in between the two ladder, and he package pal drivers him through the ladder, you would think he killed them. That, yeah. And it's such a phenomenal match and storytelling between two best friends who just now main evented WrestleMania. And I hope the turn is still coming. Get healthy, Kevin Owens. And we can see selfishly another ladder match. They're, they're a lot older now. So yeah. I, I feel bad asking them to try to kill themselves. But let's do it. Oh, um, yeah. A ladder match between those two at WrestleMania. That's the cherry on top. Like people want to see Jay versus Jimmy at WrestleMania. And that's such a good feud. And they're twins. I get it. I'm okay with that. These guys couldn't be closer if they were blood brothers. They've done this entire journey together. Let them give us one of those. Yeah, that that's means. that. Nobody that's would have that match. And people, if people who are listening to this podcast probably haven't seen that match. At Please, PWG. it's it's Steen Wolf. You have to watch it. It is 
at, at the the old warehouse over there in Reseda. I've been there. It's fucking, fucking hot, hot as shit. Balls. <laughs> You're gonna die in there. But man, that match, that motherfucking so good. That that is the one. So man, this has been fun. We are on vacation. We appreciate you all. Make sure you guys check out our MMA and boxing episode that follows the same format. Again, Brett Goldstein, genius. Um, love his podcast, Films to Be Buried With. That is where we drew inspiration for these mini shows. So make sure you guys check that out. Got to give props to him. But for now, shout out to everyone, Blue Art Studios, for sticking around, doing all these fun little mini episodes so we can have content for you guys. Follow us on social media everywhere. You guys, take a vacation too. You know, take care of your chicken, take care of your mentals. You know, every everything that you guys need because we're going to have one hell of a end of the year in combat sports and we want all of you guys there enjoying it with us. So we appreciate you all. Till next time, we're out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.